we started them with a cargo van and then they made money. Then they scaled up to a yeah. box truck. Mm-hmm. Then we got people that started with a box truck. Their intentions, original intentions was to buy an 18-wheeler, but they didn't have the money that they couldn't afford an 18-wheeler. So they started with a box. Then they scaled up to an 18-wheeler. Yeah. The got foundation it. is the same. Nothing changes. Got it. Freight must be moved. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. All right, welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people that did really, really dope stuff. And today is absolutely no difference, okay? Um, actually, literally, me and Joe was talking about it the other day. And I lied to him. I said I was going to go get a truck. Because I got excited. I said, yo, I'm about to get this, uh, this cargo van, and I'm going to wrap it. And I'm going to get it today. And I just didn't. But maybe maybe I didn't, Joe, because I was waiting for this conversation. That makes sense. Yeah, so um, we got the king and queen of cargo. <laughs> anybody ever told That was a freestyle, too. I just came over there. That's good. Anybody, anybody ever told you that? King and yeah. queen of cargo. Oh, dang. Yeah. They, I call me, they, I mean, <laughs> they basically call me the king of box, box trucks. Truck. Yeah. If you type in box <laughs> trucks, it's cargo. The king and queen of cargo. Yeah. Yeah. It rings better. Okay. The okay. king <laughs> and queen of cargo. I okay. love it. So y'all are crushing the game. Um, go, go ahead and introduce yourself and your business and what you're doing. We'll get into it. Absolutely. So I am Tammy Moore. Super excited to be here. I'm happy you're here. Um, I am the wife, of course, Coach Sheldon Moore. And what we do is we help people start a transportation company with a box truck, a cargo van, or Sprinter van. Mm-hmm. Since COVID, we've turned over 450 people into entrepreneurs. There's no CDR required. You can purchase a basic box truck, cargo van, or Sprinter van, and literally start a business and be successful. And Maintain your livelihood. Okay, okay. Is that good enough, Shadow? Or you got something else uh, to say? I mean, yeah, that's good that's enough. Good but, you know, I definitely want to introduce myself. Talk to you. They call me Coach Sheldon. I'm, I'm known on social media as the Box Truck Coach. And like the my wife said... Cargo, man. Huh? The King of Cargo. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's our new name. <laughs> uh, uh, David gave us a new name, the King of Cargo, the couple, the King of Cargo. But oh. yeah, we just help people start their business. The Cargo couple. The Cargo, the, the cargo. King and Queen of Cargo, the couple. I'm sorry. I'm trying to rebrand y'all and everything. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, we basically help people from uh, from A to Z. And what I mean by A to Z, uh, we help you create your LLC, get your EIN number. Uh, we help you uh, uh, open your business bank account. From your business bank account, we help you apply for your authority, which is your DOT number and your MC number on the side of your truck. Uh, from that point, we show you how to buy your vehicle. Uh, none of my coaching clients buy a vehicle without getting it inspected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and none of my clients buy a vehicle unless I approve it. Gotcha. So I have to approve oh. the vehicle based on the information that they give me. I'm looking at the price. I'm looking at the vehicle. Uh, we show you how to get signed up with the brokers. We show you how to go on the load board. We show you how to bid on loads. We show you how to build relationships. And uh, uh, we turned our first millionaire. Uh, we've, we had one. We had our first coaching client that made a million out of Chicago name is Hassan when did uh, they start with y'all when did they start uh, Hassan started with us a year ago really so he made a million dollars he started with one box truck now he got three box truck one semi and he got he got 60 cargo van lanes what yeah 
Mm-hmm. When I say lanes, those are contracts. Dedicated routes. Dedica- dedicated oh. routes. Oh, yeah. So we also have dedicated routes for people as well that don't want to go over the road, but they want to just work locally. Mm-hmm. So we can also assist in that area as well. Gotcha. And I got my second millionaire. They probably maybe a month away. They call uh, D3J by the name of Diana and uh, Durius. And they got one box truck, one semi, and they got 35 cargo van lanes. And what is... So when you say a cargo van lane, does that mean I have 35 cargo vans? Well, you either have 35 cargo van lanes or you have 35 ICs, which means independent contractors. So, so I, so in other words, those 60 lanes that I just got in Texas, I'm the master contractor. So, so as you got the, 60 lanes in Texas. I got 60 lanes in Texas split up between Dallas, Austin, Actually, it's 75. They just bumped us up 25, uh, 15 more. So it's actually seven. We started out with 60. By the time we got there, they gave us 15 more. So it's 75 uh, between Dallas, Austin, and Houston. So I'm the master contractor. As the master contractor, I can do it uh, two ways. I can supply the vans, whether I buy them or I rent them, mm-hmm. or I can hire independent contractors with their own vehicle. Which you got a bunch of clients that already have. Right. Right. Exactly. So it's multiple ways you can do it. So when you hire an IC, an independent contractor, then they're responsible for their fuel. They're responsible for their insurance. And then by you being the master contractor, you just get a piece off of what they're doing. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, okay. Back to me being selfish. I want to (laughs) market myself and my podcast. So I was gonna get I was you getting this big it. like a, a sprinter van, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just wrapping it with, you know, the number one entrepreneurship podcast in the country. And side note, if you're watching this, I need you to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button, okay? Don't just don't just hoe out this podcast, okay? Give us something back. Subscribe to the podcast right now. Hit the subscribe button, okay? Anyway, so I want to promote the podcast and wrap the van. How can I make money from it other than Jovan just joyriding through the city? Well, m- multiple ways. Number one, you're going to you're gonna make money just off the rap. So okay. your people are going to see the phone number. If you got a phone number, they're going to call uh, because the van is, you know, traveling around the you city or traveling over media, the road. Big time. Yep. And then you have to decide if you want to do local work or over the road. Now, mm-hmm. a Sprinter van is too big for local. You can use it for local, but the fuel is going to be an issue. It's going to eat into your profit. Mm-hmm. So so the Sprinter van, if it goes over the road and you got a driver going over the road, that Sprinter van can do anywhere from two to about 4000 a week over the road. And you can do that in four days. What? Okay. Yeah. All right. Doing what? Like, what am I, to, what am I doing? You're hauling freight. So when I say haul freight, yeah. you're doing the same thing that the 18-wheeler does. It's just a, on a smaller scale. Yeah. Oh. So it's the same foundation. A lot of people, a lot of uh, older drivers that's been driving 18-wheelers for 20 years think the only way that you can make money in the transportation business is with an 18-wheeler, and that's not so. That's why our business have blew up, because we're showing people that same box truck that you can walk into Penske 
and rent with your driver's license to move your furniture to your new home is the same box truck you can buy and make 180 grand or 200,000. But a lot of people don't know that and all you need is a driver's license, no CDL required. So the foundation is the same. The 18 wheeler is the same, only thing is different. It can hold 30 pallets and your per mile is $3 or more. The box truck can only hold 12 pallets and you hovering around $2 a mile on your per mile. The Sprinter van can only hold four pallets and you're hovering around uh, $1.35 a mile. And then your cargo van can hold uh, two standard pallets and you hovering around $1.05 a mile. So the foundation is the same. It's just least expensive to depending on what category you want to go in. So it'd be least expensive to start with the cargo van versus starting with the Sprinter versus starting with the box. And definitely, if you're going to start with the 18-wheeler, you got to have some cheese to start with that. You really painted a picture just now. Yeah. That, yeah. that really made sense. This podcast is over. <laughs> I get it now. Like, yo, I've been trying to figure out the whole cargo, sprinter, truck. That really just makes because sense. Because let me tell you this. If you go to a dock and you see where an 18-wheeler pulls up at a dock, and they have like the forklift and yep. all the freight. That Sprinter van, that box truck, and the cargo van goes right there to the back of that dock too. It's just that the box truck is going to pull up to that dock like the, like the 18-wheeler, but the Sprinter van and cargo vans, there's a ramp. You just back up on the ramp and the forklift will put that freight right on your van and you can take it across state lines and make money. I see how you guys got 450 people that are entrepreneurs now because it's almost like, what's the point of driving Uber when you can do the same thing and just make <laughs> a trillion times more money? Yeah. Doing the same thing because and all you need is a license. Yeah. All you need is a license. Driver's license. And I think, I think, I think the part that we love is that we breaking poverty curses. Mm. You know, we got husband and wife teams. The husband is driving, the wife is dispatching. What's you dispatching? Know, dispatching is while he's driving, she's she's looking for a load for him. Mm. So you know what I'm saying? So she's keeping the money in the house the same house. Yeah. And then you got husband and wife teams where they 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 drive together. They get on the road together. That's actually lit. It's lit. That's like, it's lit. That's like bonding a little bit. <laughs> and you're making two, three... Or you got months. husband and wife uh, teams, they get pissed off at one another. The husband go on the road by the time he on his second day. <laughs> and the wife is like, baby, please come on back home. Please, I miss you, love. I miss you. Come on back home. So, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. Or like Poetic Justice, they do drive it and you're like, get out. You throw his brush. All right. So, okay. So, all I need is a license and then I just figure out which one I should get into. What dictates whether I do cargo, because it's cargo, sprinter, box, and then 18-wheeler, right? Yes. How do I know which one I should do? Uh, it's based on your pocket. Really? It depends on what you can afford. Like, we got people that want to do box trucks, but they can only afford a cargo van. So we 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 started them with a cargo van, and then they made money, then they scaled up to a yeah. box truck. Mm-hmm. Then we got people that started with a box truck. Their intentions, original intentions, was to buy an 18-wheeler, but they didn't have the money that they couldn't afford an 18-wheeler, so they started with a box. Then they scaled up to an 18-wheeler. Yeah. The got foundation it. is the same. Nothing changes. Got it. Freight must be moved across state lines. Gotcha. My yeah. wife, I bought my wife a, um, a, a, a she, she, she really wanted to get into trucking. She really wanted to get into trucking. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. She was going to course everything. Wow. But I, 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 I asked her how much the truck is. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll get the truck. 
but she didn't feel she she didn't make me feel confident that she was going to be able to find a driver. So I'm like, I'm not about to buy them. And that's what I love about our program. You don't need a CDL. You need a basic driver's license. So, yeah, <laughs> I wish I would have said yes. Yo, she's going to be really excited about this. Yeah. Because I didn't. That's why I, I just didn't feel confident. And she got mad. She's like, well, I want to do it. I'm like, you're not making me feel confident you can find a driver because it was like a shortage of drivers mm-hmm. or something like that. Everybody's having a problem finding a driver. But with this, you just need a regular human who could drive. Who can drive. Right. And yeah. you see, you just touched on something. That shortage that shortage that you're talking about, it, it really exists for the 18-wheeler. There's a shortage of CDL drivers for the 18-wheeler. Mm-hmm. But if you got a box truck, a cargo van, a sprinter van, you can employ somebody with just a regular driver's license. That's crazy. Every Uber I get in, I'm like, yo, bro, you don't got to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, like taking them out of the, you know, like you take you a dancer out of the car. Yeah, hey, you know you don't got to be dancing like this. I got a better way. And I'm like, yo, I can put you in a box truck right. or I can put you in a sprinter. And you got you a driver, see, for your wife's truck. Exactly. Okay. So it, the only difference is how much you want to start with. So how much do I start with if I'm doing cargo van? How much is how, what's startup cost? On Normally, that? a cargo van startup cost, depending on your credit, of course, because a car, or starting up with a cargo van is like walking in a dealership buying a car. Right. So you, okay. if, if you if you got good credit, you can buy that van with no money down. Mm-hmm. But I would say thirty five to five thousand dollars is your startup cost uh, for a cargo van and a Sprinter van. But like I said, it's predicated on what your credit profile looked like. Uh, the box truck normally <clears> takes you uh, around about uh, twelve to eighteen grand to get started, and that's based off what your credit profile looks like. And hopefully, if your credit profile is six fifty and above, you should be hovering around that twelve to fifteen grand. If it's lower than that, you might be eighteen twenty grand to get started. And how much is a whole box truck? A box truck right now, some people say it's my fault, which I don't think is my fault, but the prices have inflated uh, a little bit. Uh, so they they hovering around uh, 40 to 60 grand right now. Is that now. new or used? That's used. Yeah, that's used. used 40, 60. Yeah, mm-hmm. between 40 to 60 grand. 2000, oh, well, let me, let me be more specific. Uh, 2012, 2013 is hovering around 40, 45. 14 and 15s is hovering around 50, 55. And uh, 16s and 17 is hovering around that 60 mark. Do y'all not recommend buying new? No. Do not recommend buying new? Why not? Uh, You want you to learn the game. Because we teach people to have a truck payment and an insurance payment around about $2,500 to $2,800 a month combined. So it don't tap into your, your Dang, profit why margin. why would it be that much? I mean... Well, that, a, we're saying that's the maximum. That's the max number. Right, but I'm saying you get a, like a, a $50,000 car, I mean, your note might... Oh, I no, guess. You have to have commercial insurance. So you have to have commercial oh, insurance. Yeah, so commercial insurance can run you on those box trucks anywhere from uh, 1000 to $1,800 a month. Yeah. And that's again based on your credit. Right. Or and then a, a, a truck payment, credit. a box truck uh, truck payment, can range anywhere from about eight to about fifteen hundred dollars a month. Gotcha. I so y'all don't recommend me going to get this this new Sprinter van. It was forty thousand dollars, I think. I mean, I wouldn't say don't get it. I mean, because you're going to use it not only for your business but also to make money True. with. Like, you're going to wrap it mm-hmm. and everything, and then you know. 
depending on, you know, what you want to do with it, we, we may find you a little dedicated route. I tell, I tell <laughs> would you, would you give me a little route? Oh yeah, we'll get, we'll get. Oh, okay, real quick. I need to record this, right? I get my little spinner. Y'all can get me a little route. We'll get you a little something. We'll get you a little route. Now the only, only, only. Oh, <laughs> now only thing that I will say this though, and I, I might be prematurely saying it, but I don't think so, uh, because we we uh, been told if we do well in Dallas, mm-hmm. they're going to give us Atlanta, Alabama. Mississippi and Tennessee. Mm. So we'll be right here, uh, right here in uh, Atlanta. Tammy's Tammy's holding me down. Like, yo, you don't don't even see it. Like, Tammy's holding me down. She's like, I got you. You feel me? Like, she really holding me down right now. Okay. Make sure you, make sure he know. This is serious, right? This is serious. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to get one tomorrow. I'm Are you serious? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm using it one for marketing and I want to, I want to market anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. But if y'all can teach me how, like, my I can get paid to market, that only makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, what? okay, so I know you guys have, like, the program and the course, but I'm actually just about to ask you all the stuff that's in it real quick, okay? Uh-huh. So, what would be my first step? Like, I get the truck, but then, then what do I got to do? So, Bro, what we recommend that's is... That's not the first step, but go ahead. You don't want to get the truck. You want to. Okay. That's not the first. That's the fourth. We step. wouldn't recommend. Like you could do it because you know. First, you, I'm gonna join our program. Because you're in my, you're in my like, phone. Right. So like, like, <laughs> we, like, I, I got your speed down. Yes, ma'am. No, but what I would recommend if a person is interested, I can like you know how how do I get started? I recommend definitely. We want you to understand the industry, mm-hmm. so we recommend just visiting our website. Mm-hmm. That would be the first step. We have some good information there, and we also have a online portal, and that online portal gives you step by step on how to get started. What I like about the portal, um, I call it like a course on steroids because Sheldon is literally at the truck stop. There's a lot of videos on how to measure your truck, how to install different things that goes on the truck. Uh, it's a really comprehensive course. I'll start there. And then also... After I don't know why I thought you just get the truck and you... No, you want to you want to go yeah. So you know, have your wife. There, there are a lot of mistakes that you can make. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Yes. You'll be surprised how many coaching clients we get that went out there and bought a truck that's not making money. That's mo- that's the bulk mm-hmm. of our So we get clients. a lot of them because they 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 heard about the business. They heard you can make the money, but they jumped. They they went straight to step four. Right. And it's it's more to it than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then um you know you go through the the course and then. If um, you're still interested in like some more one-on-one hand-holding, we do have a coaching program and that's our VIP program. You have access to us and we we, let, we and our team, we hold your hand every step of the way. Mm, so it's a little right, bit more right. um, preferential treatment mm-hmm. is a better word gotcha. for it, is our coaching program. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so walk, walk me back through like the beginning of getting to this box truck. Well, I mean, not box truck. How many vehicles y'all got? We own we own four box trucks and one semi. And, and what's we, a semi? I'm sorry, an eighteen wheeler. Okay, I'm eighteen. I got you. Yeah, eighteen wheeler. Okay, I'm <laughs> trying to learn really the language. <laughs> I'm trying to learn the language. And uh, we right now we got those uh, those uh, those seventy five lanes of cargo vans, and out of them seventy five lanes, uh, we don't actually own any of the cargo vans, uh, but we we got access to the cargo vans. That's actually smarter than having a whole bunch of vans yeah. and cars and stuff right. like that. So do you got do you guys find people who already have the van and employ them? Or like how do how do you how do you fulfill these? We do both. We do both. 
we uh we supply the vans and then we hire drivers. Mm -hmm. And then we 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 hire ICs, independent contractors with their own vehicles, and they're responsible for their own drivers. Gotcha. How much can a driver make? Uh I just paid my, my driver, I just hired a new driver and his check after holding his first two loads for the first week. He he made a thousand and twenty-seven. So most of my drivers in a box truck, uh Driving for me, that's not them driving for themselves. My drivers make anywhere from $1,000 to $1,600 a week. My drivers. Really? They go over the road uh, four to five days at a time. Then they come back and reset for two or three days, let them rest. Then they go back over the road. Uh, cargo van people, if they drive in their cargo van, if they're driving their Sprinter van, they make fifteen uh, to four grand a week if they're driving. The mm. cargo van... Um, uh, and then you can do local deliveries, and the local delivery stuff is around about a thousand dollars a week. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I can make a thousand dollars a week local, or a thousand dollars a week out. Well, it, there's a difference. You got to distinguish the two. A driver in a box truck that's driving my truck can make a thousand dollars a week. Yeah. A driver in the cargo van that may be your cargo van, he only going to make probably about six, mm. seven hundred dollars a week. Yeah, somewhere that's right. local. That's local. It's better than Uber, right? For sure, is it? I think so. Well, yeah, but they got to drive, and you're probably you're delivering. Yo, for an Uber driver to make a lot of money, or like. A thousand, fifteen hours a week, or whatever, they gotta drive all the time. Oh, really? Like I'm talking about at night, in the early morning, they just gotta be hitting it. Yeah, it's a lot. I drove Uber, and I think I only did it for the weekend, two days a weekend. I only made like four hundred dollars. Really? And really? I was out from after work from five o'clock until about <clears throat> twelve, one o'clock midnight. That's why it seems like a good idea. But let me let me clarify something because I just started this. That that six seven hundred dollars that I was talking about that a driver can make in a cargo van. That's not the contract that I got in Texas. Mm. Those drivers can make a thousand twelve hundred. They're making a thousand twelve a week on the because they get paid like that Atlanta route that I'm telling mm. you about. Right, yeah. the drivers, the drivers we got, depending on you know, they they can make they two dollars a stop. Gotcha, and they do a hundred stops. That's two hundred dollars a day. Two hundred dollars a day oh. times five days. That's so you, you pay your drivers based off stop mm -hmm. off stops. Now, that's the that's the uh, the contract that I got in Dallas. Mm -hmm. It's it's multiple ways you can make money. Sure. So that you can make you can make money in a cargo van delivering auto parts. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? You can make money delivering tires for Firestone. Where do you get these contracts from, though? Like, who are these people that need these? It's tires my net. It's 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 my network. It's my right. network is so large that my name is ringing in the transportation business, so I get a lot of phone calls. I get a lot of phone calls saying, hey, you think you can handle this? You think you can help us? We in trouble. Uh, we behind in packages. Can you put something together? So when I get mm. these phone calls, instead of me, one thing I learned, especially me coming from the street, and uh, and I share this with my coaching client, is I believe that um, that's why God has elevated us so quickly, is that I don't believe in greed. And I know that greed will, that's a sign of destruction. Mm. So even though I might get the phone call for 75 vans, I can keep all 75 vans mm -hmm. and make all the money. Yeah, sure. I don't do that. I give them to my group mm -hmm. to make sure I solidify their success.
That's dope. That's dope. You know what I was just thinking of? There's a company called Rody. Are you familiar with Rody? No. Never heard of it? So Rody, what they'll do is, and this is the first time, it was like revolutionary. So that's out of my homegirl, Coriel. Coriel was like, um, yo, can you, um, it's something that I had that I was supposed to give her. I don't know if it was some shirts or something. And I was like, well, Coriel, I'm not driving all across town to give you this, right? So we got to figure something out. I, I'll meet you later. She was like, well, I'm going to send a roadie. And roadie, like, it's a, it's a little app where you can pick up a package and someone can drop it off. But you know, Uber, they don't just, you can't just take a package and send it to somebody. Mm. So roadie does that. And they come in all types of cars, vehicles, or whatever. What do you think they had to do to do that? Because I'm thinking in my head, man, for a local situation... I get, you know, some vans and we just create this model where we're independent people can pass packages back and forth. Do I need a license for that? I'm sure you do. I definitely know you need insurance to protect. Insurance? I mean, to protect no, I don't the, think you need. You mean like a business license? I think you do have to have an LLC. I don't know. I just thought it was an ill idea. And as y'all talking about like the cargo vans, like somebody needs uh, you need a mechanical parts creator. or whatever. That specialize in transportation or GPS or something like I know that that's going to be a part of the core team because mm-hmm. you got to develop that 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 app, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, however they put it together. But that's a good question. I don't know because I'm still researching how in the world did they even create Uber. True. Like, so, sure. for instance, how do you find somebody that needs tires delivered? Like, is it a company? Did you build a brand? <clears throat> is it a, they're calling a company? I don't. I don't understand. Okay. Let's say that you 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 walk into uh, AutoZone. Mm-hmm. And you tell AutoZone, "Hey, I need an alternator for my uh, my 2015 Cadillac." Yep. And and the man behind the counter tell you, "I don't have it in stock, but I have it here by two o'clock today." Mm-hmm. Well, AutoZone is gonna call another AutoZone, and somebody in a cargo van as an independent contract, they're gonna deliver that part to the other store. That could be you delivering the parts for AutoZone. That can be you delivering the parts for Firestone. That can be you delivering parts for a Cadillac dealership, a a Chevrolet dealership. You can take your car uh, and you can deliver pharmaceuticals. So y'all teach how to get how to get that AutoZone contract. Yeah, we just tell you how to do it. It's really simple. I mean, you like I'm a talker. I'm a networker. I will walk in AutoZone and try to figure out when is the district manager going to be on site. You know, who's responsible for logistics or something? I'm going to find a way. And we tell you, just, you have to make some phone calls. Call and say, listen, are you guys looking for independent contractors with a cargo van to deliver your auto parts, whatever? I'm available. Well, okay, who do I talk to in this organization? So it's about making the phone calls, getting to the right people. And the good thing about our network, a lot of our coaching clients, they've already done that. So we already got some of the contacts and names. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. Got you know, it. there's another way you can make money in a cargo van. That's how I started a few years ago. Um, I just bought a basic cargo van off of Craigslist. It was $2,500. And thank God I knew Sheldon. I just called courier services. If you Google courier services or independent contracting work for a cargo van in Atlanta, all these courier services will pop mm-hmm. up. You just call them Courier Express, Courier Connection. ATL Courier and just say, listen, I have a cargo van. Y'all looking for drivers. Mm. So Google can be your best friend in this industry as well. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So that's car- cargo is more 
um, like smaller load stuff. Yeah, it is. Like the like the, the dedicated routes that we have now, mm-hmm. the packages are so small and light. I was blown away. It's not like the big, huge packages that you see some of the other Refetage. companies or, yeah, Amazon, something like that. And that's why I think one of y'all just y'all said you can have an SUV. Yeah, a car. Yeah. yeah. A car. We got, we got, we got ICs that got their car. They, they delivering packages. We got people that got large SUVs that delivering packages. Yeah. We got people that got family uh, uh, what's that Honda Odyssey and they just take out the seats and they deliver yeah. packages so, but only only limitations you have somebody in a car might can only load 50 packages for sure for sure versus yeah. somebody in a cargo van can load 140 packages gotcha you see what I'm saying that's okay. the only difference okay step it up to Sprinter a, a Sprinter more, van more, it, it's just it's just more stuff you can carry right right yeah. but the reason why I say a Sprinter van you still, the reason why I say a Sprinter van might be too big, it's not that it's too big, it's just that it might eat up too much fuel and it'll eat into your profit margin. And you might not need all that. Right, you don't need all that van. Space. Not a Sprinter van. A cargo van would be perfect for what we're talking about. So you pretty much A Sprinter van is more so for over-the-road deliveries. Gotcha. So local, you recommend a cargo or box truck because even box truck local, you can get no, a lot of No, the box trucks is too big also for, for, local. for, for what we're doing. Like, when, when I say, when I'm, you got, to, you got to remind me what we're talking about. Because when I say the 75 <laughs> lanes. I'm trying in, to get it all. Okay. <laughs> so when we're talking about the 75 lanes in Dallas, mm-hmm. we're talking about cargo vans, cars, large SUVs. Caravan. Or caravan. Yeah. If you're talking about delivering over the road, then we're talking about Sprinter vans. And box trucks. Got it. And box trucks. Got it. Okay. Okay, cool. Walk me back through. What was y'all doing? How long have y'all been together? Well, we've been together. the company or? uh, No, y'all together. Oh. (laughs) We've been together. uh, We've been together six years and been married two and a half. Six years? Oh, my God. I've been with you six years. And how'd y'all meet? You want to tell me? She so, was embarrassed to tell people at first, but go no, ahead. No, 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 tell no, Tell me no. the truth and tell me the story y'all tell So I, I, <laughs> I, I decided I wanted to get on a little dating app. Okay. So I ain't going to say the name of the app. Which one? Tinder. I want to say because people say it's a meat market. I don't know. I met my wife on Tinder. I did, that's what we met on Tinder. Oh, yeah, on Tinder. Tinder's the sponsor this day. Yes, yes, I met my wife on. But I didn't know, I didn't know that's what it was for. I didn't know what it was for. It's for meeting people, but people take this stuff too far. Well, not yeah. too far for them, but yeah. So, um, and so we we met. We met at a restaurant. I was late. He was agitated. Um, but uh, did she yeah, ever stop being late? Nope. I know. He I was know. late here. We were late here, right? <laughs> he, he was sitting in the car. I was still in the house. <laughs> Bro, my wife. Yeah, I should have. We should have saw the signs earlier, but we accept them the way they are, right? right. Yeah. yeah. But I think I think what she didn't uh, touch on. The thing we we uh, met each other on Tinder, but the part that intrigued me it, on, in her profile, she said, "I'll meet you where you're at, and bring Ooh. out the best, in and me. bring out the best in you." And I had just got out of federal prison. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's this is a movie, <laughs> golly. Yeah, I had just got out of federal prison, and uh, when I say just got out, I think I was. Uh, Six months, eight months out, and um, 
Uh, when I got out of federal prison, I did eight and a half years in federal prison. Yeah. When I walked out, I ain't had no clothes. I ain't had no place to stay. I stayed in a subsidized apartment off of uh, Bankhead. And uh, my first job was at uh, the airport driving the shuttle bus. And I was studying for my CDLs. And by the time I met her, I had worked for 7-Up for three months. And 7-Up was paying me like $1,200 a week for 65 hours. So then I left 7-Up. And, <clears throat> and, and what were you doing there? I was driving an 18-wheeler. I got my class A. And then I left them and I went to the USA Concrete driving. Hold on, I'm sorry. You said you were studying for your CDL or you had it? No, when I got out of prison, I studied for my CDL, got them, worked for 7-Up for three months, didn't like it, went to USA Concrete, um, uh, was making about $1,600 a week for 70 hours Monday through Saturday. Same thing. And then I and, and I made a phone call, talked to one of my buddies, and he said, you can make $1,000 a week in a cargo van. And I bought my first cargo van for $1,500 with 300,000 miles on it, leaking oil, smoking in the back. And I made $900 a week at 32 hours. And that's when I met her. And uh, she, you know, she was wow. living in this big house, making all this money. And I was living I'm just in, saying I, I had a bag. Had I had a bag. She had a bag. She had a bag, she had a I, bag I was bored. I had a bag. I got right. a and, I, and, and uh, that's how. That's basically how we met. And then I think um, the the last question I typed in Tinder. I asked her was she a tither, mm. and her response was, "I can't afford not to be." Mm. And that was it, right there. Because we big tithers, we tithe off everything that we make. For sure. So you know, and that's why we believe. I mean, you know, you was he was sweating me too. You know? He was sweating. He was like, I got <laughs> So that's how, yeah. Just, so that's how we met. We I was met a serial dater. Really? Um, I was like, I'm oh, not you trying to like that. Like yeah, you I was swiping like crazy. <laughs> And it was like, boom. I'm like, I shut all that down. Yeah. I, I, I bet. I mean, I believe that. Shut all that down. All right. So okay. Dang, that's crazy. So you was you was locked up for eight years? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. For what? Uh, bank fraud and um, uh, money laundering. Really? Mm-hmm. How'd you, how, how long were you doing that? Were you doing it for a while? Uh, I did it for like two years. Really? Yeah. As it, it's, it's a difference. In go- it, did you ever imagine like, yo, you would be doing something legit and probably making way more... Well, you got to understand, I always did something legit. I sold cars for 20 years. I was a top salesman everywhere I went. So I was I was what you call a 20-car man. I used to make 10 grand, 12 grand a month selling 18 to 20 cars a month. But I had got burnt out. But I come from a hustling family. So even though I was doing legit stuff, I was always hustling on the side. And then when I decided to just be... <laughs> you know, to get out the car business, I started hustling full time and, uh, you know, yeah. and God yeah. set me down for eight and a half years. Man. Well, let me rephrase that. God allowed me to be set, sit down for eight and a half years. And uh, uh, when I, when, while I was in there, I studied the trucking business. What did you learn? Outside of the trucking business, what did you learn from that experience? That's a good question. Uh, I asked that question. Uh, success is uh, not a microwave, man. You got to work for it. You got to earn it. And uh, trying to take uh, the easy way, trying to obtain money any 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 means necessary, is going to catch up with you sooner or later. What, sooner or later, it's going to catch up with you. And what did you learn about you? What I learned about me is that I don't have to take shortcuts. The way my mind works and my work ethic, all I got to do is put my mind to something and I can I can accomplish it. So, you know, 
I bought my first home when I was 19, legitimately. I had my own restaurant when I was 27, legitimately. And, you know, but but that's why I told you about the part about greed. So it, it wasn't that I couldn't obtain. It wasn't that I couldn't obtain success. I couldn't hold on to success. Mm. So when I met my wife, it's easy for me to obtain success because I got a vision I got the mindset, I got the work ethic, but I don't have the discipline to 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 hold on to it. Mm-hmm. So that's where she came in, and now we we like two peas in a pot. Amazing, yeah, because y'all wearing the same shoes. I feel <laughs> <laughs> you the same exact sneakers. I was so like, oh. <laughs> All right, so from from your perspective, you're you're dating, trying to trying to just like try. Were you looking for something? Were you looking for a husband? Were you looking for something to fill your time or were you looking for something in yourself? Um, I'm going to be real transparent. Please. I was looking to just meet people that I could go out to eat with. I wanted somebody to go out to eat with for lunch or for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The same person or different people? Different people. I, I wanted to be that. a serial date. I wasn't trying to be intimate. Uh, I have a strong healthcare background. I wanted to date safe, but yet I still wanted to just like be a serial dater, yeah. meet some people. For sure. So when I got on Tinder, <clears throat> a friend of mine was like, you know what? You need to try it out. And I was like, okay, I'll try it out. Um, and Where so, were you in your life at this point, though? I had just got my master's mm-hmm. and um, I was just at a place where I was ready to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is so, this your first marriage? No, this is number three. Really? Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. It's a tender. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I'm because I'm... Impressive. Well, I got I'm, married straight out of high school. So oh, really? That didn't, that didn't last. And then I got married, and I married a much older guy, and we were married for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, then... But now it makes sense why you're like, yo, I just want, I just want, you know, some company that I can, I can, I can spend some time with. I'm yeah. not mad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, you know, and what are you doing professionally? I'm a healthcare executive for a large pharmaceutical company. Gotcha, gotcha. So you got the house, the cars, you're chilling. Yeah, I'm just chilling. Right. And then I meet him, and then you we had the restaurant. Yeah. Right. I mean, was, <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even tell me that. It was funny. Yeah, because, yeah, 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 the same yeah, way. Yeah. That's yeah. probably what she loved about you, too. I got right. this. I got right. the bad boy. Yeah. 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 He had that swag. He had that swag. Um, but, you know, when I met him at the restaurant, I was late, but I grabbed him, hugged him so tight. I said, I'm so sorry. You know, and so we sat down and we we ate. And then I said, there's something strange about you. And he was like, uh, I was like, yes, I don't know, something weird. And I thought it was just me because, you know, I'm always trying to size somebody up. Mm. But that was, that's what it was. He was hiding that he had a background issue. And he mm. thought I wouldn't be interested in him. So well, not really, not really hiding it. It was just that when you spend that long in prison, when you go in at 46 and come out at 55, I was insecure. So my mind or Satan was telling me, no woman is going to want you at 55 mm. years old starting over. So I had to fight through that. I had to fight through that because he was constantly in my head. No woman is going to want a 55-year-old man starting over. So I used to be... Ex- 
What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket and in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal extremely insecure so at that time i had a 2005 hyundai with a dent in it and i had parked it five blocks away from the restaurant, the restaurant. so wow. when we walked out the restaurant she had valeted in a, a beamer you know she making six figures sure. and and that feeling she was getting i didn't want her to see me get in that hyundai <laughs> 
It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> I'm dead them. for real. Well, I, so. <laughs> I went back around the block. I said, well, now what is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and then, is really I think, old. <laughs> and I think what solidified it for me is that when I was staying in the subsidized apartment, she kept wanting to come over, kept wanting to come over. I ain't wanted to like, come nah. over because I don't know if some of y'all been where I've been, but if you've been in uh, subsidized uh, living and they might give you a furniture voucher. So they gave me a furniture voucher to get furniture for my apartment and every piece of furniture I got is a different color. Oh, for sure. Oh, you know, it's a different color. <laughs> I just need and a couch. I got a sofa. Yeah. I got a sofa with three legs on it. It's leaning. And uh, mm. the day that she came over, she made me feel more comfortable in my own space wow. than I did. And I was like, that's going to be my wife right How there. How did she make you feel comfortable? All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it. And we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So... It's about that time. We put together our Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community. Because All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. We're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is... Um, the support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. It was like he didn't want me to know that the uh, it only had three. Legs. Like I have been to her. I've been to her house and seen her car and all. You know, she living good. And then I just didn't want her to see that environment, man. And she just came like it won't nothing. I mean, I'm from Gary, Indiana. Like I, I, I got you know, I got. I'm not gonna handle myself. So, so give me your perspective walking in, like for the first time. I mean, I, honestly, I, I was a little like, I had to call my friends. I'm like, yo, I'm over here for banking it. Like, literally, this is where I'm at. No, I did. I said, I'm. I told my my, mm-hmm. my daughter, this is where I'm at. And so he came down and he got me. And then I went up and I was just like, you know, it really was a tearjerker for me because it humbled me. Mm-hmm. It made me, you know, even though I had been extremely successful before I met him. Um, it was a humbling experience for me to see someone that was really eager to get their life back together. And they were so dedicated. He was so focused on the Lord. And I, I just connected with that. Mm. He would have T.D. Jakes on. Or he would have, you know, Joel Osteen. He would have somebody pouring into him. Um, and so I, I just took my time and dated him. And I said, I'm not in a rush. I was like, you know, I got a healthcare background. You know, we're in the ATL. I need you to get tested. Couple you know, and he was like, I don't mind. He said, whatever I need to do, I'll do that. He said, if you don't want to, t- you know, you want to do anything for a year, I'll wait a whole year. And I was like, wow, this that's impressive. Mm. Yeah, but you we, better not say it. We ain't waiting a whole year. <laughs> you better not say My it. Wife didn't okay. say that, that was the goal. That was the goal. But we, we didn't make it, y'all. We didn't make Almost. It. Yeah, we didn't make it. <laughs> And so, um, and so then, you know, the, just to know that he was so, um, he was just so committed to just, you know, getting his life back on track and all that. And then I liked the grind effort that was in him. You know, it's, it's just hard to connect with a mate where you both can be in business together yeah. and be successful. Um, and so, and we both got our minister license yeah, together. Yeah, we both got ordained. Yeah, we sure wow. did. That's right. While y'all were dating or after y'all married? After we got married. After we got married. Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Yuffie lock. Think about being on a couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school, and they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Yuffie lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless 
entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision, it's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Ufi is on standby for you 24-7 so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat, okay? Listen, you need this Ufi lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Ufi, E-U-F-Y.com. I just... Order mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy, video lock. That's E-U-F-Y, video lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door, okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door, incredible, okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. The reason I ask these questions is it's like just funny to hear the story, but um, I would never, I would never know that, right? About you two, and outside of teaching people entrepreneurship, there's probably somebody watching it saying, "I'm in this situation," or like your your story of, "Yo, I want to hide my background, I want to hide my car, I want to hide where I live." That was probably a pattern for you, right? There's certain things that you want to hide about yourself, mm. but it seems like once you got with your wife she's the one to help you break free of that and let you just need somebody else to say, yo, you are okay the way you are. Yes and no. I think the hiding part was specifically for the women part. Yeah, for sure. You, you know what I'm saying? Because I really, really was struggling with insecurity. I just really believed that it was going to be hard for me to meet a woman that would want a 55-year-old man with nothing. I really... Well, you have to understand uh, prison and that whole penal system is designed to steal your hope. Right, you took my word, baby. You, girl, but you don't say it on camera. You don't say it on camera, but it's designed to steal your hope. It's designed to, right. you know, to, to make you feel as if, you know, there's nothing else out there for you when it really is, you so, know? So, I so. mean, and, but the, the yes and no part, but I don't hide it, but you, believe it or not, on social media, uh, some of, our biggest followers are people that are trying to come out of the street hustling. 100%. Yeah, so sure. they relate to my story and they yeah. was like, I got coaching clients. I probably got, out of the 450 coaching clients we got, we probably got about 25 people that was in the street hustling yeah. that came out the street. But they don't hear the story. I mean, you don't tell the story while you're in the story most of the time. Like on the other side, you're like, yo, this is, this is where I am now. And I can relate to the people. That's why in, in terms of you kind of like your engagement, how you guys connect, 
because I just see a lot of like how you all fit each other like a glove. You know what I mean? Like you just, you are the hustler. I'm just going to go get it. And then she has to kind of make, make sense. And this is how I am kind of make sense of the mess. Right. Like I'll go just do like, yeah. you yeah, might be like, me. we just go do yes. it. And there's a woman that like kind of makes sense of it. But typically like, for instance, my wife, she's not going to go make a mess. You feel me? She needs me to just go do it. And then she's like, okay, let's make, she'll come behind you and straighten it out. Exactly. My wife liked to describe it as I'm a chance taker and I'm going to go get her. Mm-hmm. So when, when you like that, some men have a tendency to steady, instead of doing step one, two, three, and four, I do step one and jump all the way to step I'm four. I'm going to get the van. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I have to come back and say, wait a minute she now. You reel me back in. No, we're at say, one. Let's right. finish step two. Let's finish step three. Let's finish step four. And then we can move on. But he, if it was up to him, we'd have our 70 vans. And we'd probably ask him to pull some in here. <laughs> For sure. You know, so yeah. Let's, so. When y'all got together... You didn't have. You were still driving for somebody, or I was driving for myself in a, a in a um, in a a fifteen hundred dollar cargo van. In a cargo van, mm-hmm. got you. Seven months later, I bought my first box truck. Seven months later, I bought my first box truck and made ten grand. Was she? Were you y'all dating at that point? Yeah, mm-hmm. still dating. Got you. I don't care, bro. She t- she turned you up. Yeah, you know I mean? she, she turned you me up. up. Yeah, he loved. <laughs> and so, then um, we said, and thing. then. What I tell people, just to <clears throat> piggyback on the ch- the chance taking place, w- when I was trying to make the transition from the cargo van to the box truck, and I did my research, I needed ten thousand dollars six mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. I only had four saved up, so I I title pawned my Hyundai, I maxed out my credit cards for cash, mm-hmm. go get it, and then I borrowed fifteen hundred to to get that other six grand mm-hmm. to get in the business, and I made ten grand my first month, wow. and. The first seven months with the box truck, I made 87000 and had to file bankruptcy because I bought the wrong, wrong box truck. I bought the, wrong, the one that has a lot of problems because there was nobody coaching me and teaching me. So I jumped out there on my own. I had to file bankruptcy. Right before I filed bankruptcy, I went back and bought a brand new cargo van, then filed bankruptcy, ran the cargo van for a year. Now I got four box trucks in the semi. First off, this sounds like a play. Why did you, how did you make 87 and then why did you have to file bankruptcy? I don't understand. Because I had two back-to-back repairs that I couldn't recover from. That was was just a bad truck to buy. (laughs) Yeah, I had had an oil leak that was like $6,500. How much was that box truck that you bought? I bought that one for like, I think for like 20, was it like 25,000? Oh, so you made 87,000. Obviously, you don't have the 87,000. But you filed bankruptcy to get re- get that box truck repo? <clears throat> no, I actually I just filed. I, man, I had my credit score was like seven thirty back then. It's seven twenty five now mm. <laughs> with the BK on it though. I'm trying to get that off. But uh, I know you're looking at the numbers eighty seven thousand. How could you? But that's eighty seven thousand gross. You, you, that's not For counting sure. late. Calculating the fuel that you got to spend, 100%. your insurance you got to spend, and your payment. And why you did you have to file bankruptcy? That's what I'm trying to get to. Because he had, he bought the wrong truck. Mm-hmm. He had so many repairs back to back to back that he just could not recover from it. I couldn't recover from it. He so didn't I had, had that so, type of savings set aside. Yeah. So when you got a 10000 repair, a 12000 I mean, you know, after a while, they just kept coming back to back because he bought the wrong truck, which is the benefit of our coaching program because we, you know, you we, know the, the, we, right. we made all the mistakes. So we're going to tell you. 
what trucks what to, to buy, buy, which what ones not to stay to away buy, from, and all of that the stuff. right engines, the right transmissions on these box trucks. So we got twenty five thousand in debt on this truck. Right. But you filed bankruptcy specifically for this twenty five thousand dollar debt, or you had other amounts of debt? No, I had other bounds yeah. of debt. I had American Express card. I had credit cards. Uh, I had personal loans. My credit was, it was straight. I had built, and remind you that when I walked out of prison, my credit profile was blank because I had been in there so long, everything was wiped out. Mm -hmm. So I started off with a secure credit card. My first secured credit card was with Wells Fargo at $500. Mm -hmm. And then I just built it up from there and then ended up having a 730. But my, you know, I had a $6,500 oil leak and then two weeks later, the transmission went out. How much were you in debt when you did file bankruptcy? I was about 50 grand in debt. 50,000. So you filed bankruptcy as a strategy or just to get out of the situation? Because you know Donald Trump files bankruptcy. Well, let me, say, let, me, let, me, let me say it to you like this. The stress level of them folks calling you, mm-hmm. it was just too much. I was like, look, man. Right. They I, was wearing him they out. They were wearing me out. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I said, I got to get out of this. Okay, my bad. I got, I got to get out of this. So the strategy was to eliminate debt. But if I, if I could do it over again, I would never file back. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would never file. I'll right. just stick it out, stick it out, get back on pace. Yeah. Talk to the people, pay them something, and then get my credit back. I would never file BK. So you filed bankruptcy, and then you got to go get another truck, right? No, I went, got, I went and got. Once I realized that I was going to have to file bankruptcy, because I had the uh, what they call it a, a consultation first, mm-hmm. and they say, "Well, you're going to have to come back in June in order for you to file bankruptcy. You got to show that you're losing money." Right. And uh, so I went out and bought a cargo van, like a 2017 Ford Transit, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and went back and filed bankruptcy and started hauling freight all over again in the in the, the cargo. cargo. But they let you keep the ha- cargo van when you file bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, you can gotcha. choose what you want to keep. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. You can oh, choose what you want to keep. That's dope. All right, cool. So, did you say you filed bankruptcy again after that? No, no. Okay, just that one time. Gotcha. Right. Then you start building up from there. Right, building up from there. That's dope. All right. So, from your perspective, he's driving trucks. And at this, I'm guessing you don't really know nothing about this whole no transportation thing. No, I didn't. So give it to me from your perspective and how you stepped into the game. Um, well, honestly, can I share something with Please. you? Please. So about uh, right around 2009, I was in church mm. and I was going down to the altar. Mm. And uh, my pastor at the time, he said, Tammy, uh, he said, you know, you're going to be in transportation. Now, I was in school for math. Really? Career, and I, I'm in health care. And I was like, OK, he just wants some money. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to be in transportation. <laughs> But that's the way I was thinking. And so I was saying to myself, I said, okay, whatever. Well, it came to pass. So because when I met him, um, I was like, you know, he was telling me about the cargo van. I was like, you know, I'm a mom. I think it would be something that my older boys would be interested in. So I kind of like learned the game. I would ride around with him in his cargo van. And I really kind of liked it. So then I went out and I bought a van and I learned the industry for myself. Mm. So I got my own company name, my own LLC and all that. And I went out and I started, he showed me how to start connecting with these companies and I bought my van Who drove my it? son. Who drove it? Oh, my son did, okay, yeah. But I still drove it for a week because I wanted mm. to learn how to understand the industry so he can like, you know, right. play no games with me. No, you know. Sure. Mom, we need more gas. I'm like, no, nah, that route <laughs> don't take that much gas. You know, so 
Um, and then I was like, wow, I really do like this. So that's how I really got interested in it. So when he talked about the box truck, I didn't know what a box truck was. I was thinking like a box on the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> I don't know. I was just right, imagining right. all kinds of things. And then when I finally saw the one that he got, I was like, oh, that's a box truck, like a moving truck. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, and so then I learned, you know, just watching him and seeing how much money he was making. I'm like, he's making more than I'm going to make in corporate America the way mm -hmm. he's going. You know, and so I don't want to be in corporate America all my life. At some point, I got to sure. think of another strategy or exit plan. And so I watched him and I was like, when I saw that he was like, you know, making so much money and then he <clears throat> had to file bankruptcy. And I was like, well, should I help him? I'm like, well, I don't know if we're going to be the, you know, we weren't married then. I was like, I don't know, let me say this thing going to work out. We'll see. Mm. But I really liked his drive. I saw him file bankruptcy, go back down to a cargo van run that for a year and then get back in the box short game. Mm. And I was like, this man is really like serious about this thing. Yeah. And it, it was very impressive. So I was like, you know what? Let, let's do this thing together. So we got a box truck together and he helped me get the driver. He helped me get everything together. I mean, I'm, we, I'm, we made a lot of money on that one box truck in such a short period of time that I was like, yeah, this is the wow. industry here. I love it. How much time is required to build? Can we turn that off, Joe? Turn that one off? This one? How much time is required to um, to get in the game, right? So I am a busy entrepreneur. If I wanted to get a, well, I'm not getting a box truck. I'm going to get a. You know, start with a Sprinter van or cargo van. I guess cargo for local. Mm -hmm. Cargo. Yeah, for local. Yeah, because because you, you said you don't really recommend. Is this small? Uh, you okay? Yeah, just want okay. some You don't recommend Sprinter vans, even though they look cool. <laughs> for local, local, even if I wrap it, that's not a good look. That's not a good look. So I should get a cargo van, wrap it. But how much time is going to be required for me to like make some money? It normally takes. Um, well, it's two ways, right? So you can get a cargo van, and you can be an independent contractor in just your name without a business name. Yes, but then the other way. You can get your DOT and your MC number just in case you want to use that, just in case you want to use that van for multiple ways to make money, mm -hmm. which means the local deliveries. And if you want to go over the road, then you got to get your, your authority, which is your DOT and MC number. That normally takes about 30 to 35 days to become what they call active, got which it. active means good. Mm -hmm. So in the cargo van space, you can be up and running in 30 to 35 days. Now, how much time is it going to require for like. you as a busy entrepreneur? You're going to have to have a team or someone that can, you know, work closely with, you know, your driver or making sure that, you know, you get your loads on time and all that kind of stuff. So you're going to have to have someone to help you work it. You can't just get this van and be like, okay. So, but what is the work involved? Finding a driver, making mm -hmm. sure the driver picks up where he's supposed to pick yeah. up, drop well, off. Well, number one, identifying that you're going to do local work or over the road would be the first That's thing. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. Do I want to run this van locally, keep it here in the state, or do I want to every now and then maybe get a load from the airport and drop it off in North Carolina? Probably local. I probably local. will want to stay local. Okay. Okay. Am I not thinking big enough, though? No, no, you're thinking... Well, if you're you, thinking about your time yeah. and how much time it's going to require, then you want to do local. Okay. Over the road, you're going to have to be in communication with the brokers. You got to be yeah. in on your loads. You got to understand the load board. You got to understand how to negotiate rates, mm -hmm. you know, and all that. So that could be time consuming okay. for I'm, you. I'm actually about to start looking up some cargo vans. Like, uh, what, what should I look for in a cargo van? 
Uh, I tell my coaching clients, you know, you're trying to, I mean, with your, with who you are, with you, who you are, you can probably buy a brand new one. That top, no, that's the wrong one. Hold on. So, <laughs> is that top one a cargo van? Or that looks like a sprinter. No, that's a sprinter. That's a you sprinter. got two size sprinter. You got a medium sprinter and then you got a legitimate sprinter. A legitimate sprinter is 172 inches in the cargo area, cargo length. And it's a high roof. Is that one? These are all made by Mercedes. I yeah. And I, I see you. Why you keep going to Mercedes, David? I don't know. Look cool. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like oh, you yeah, got a Mercedes. I don't you know. The number one my... cargo van is a Ford Transit. That's ranked the number one cargo van is to it? buy. Ford Transit 250 with a medium roof. How much is it? How much is it about? I mean, oh. we t- we tell our coaching clients to look for them between 212 to 217 uh used. You know, we talk about 212,000? No, 2012 to oh. 2017. Gotcha. We tell my I tell my people to stay up under 28 grand. Now, yeah. if you want to buy a brand new one, it's gonna it's gonna cost you about 35, 38. But there's no point in doing that. Especially if I'm a rapid. What do you think? What would be a benefit of me buying it new? I mean, you probably have a warranty. Yeah, you have it, yeah, miles. yeah. I mean, you don't run me, a risk of having too Let many me say challenges. it like this. If you can afford to buy it new, you always want to buy it new. That's the number one. Right. But a lot of people don't, they don't have the luxury of having. Um, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like, you, but you're teaching, like, you're teaching pretty much. A lot of maybe like beginning entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that are just learning the game don't spend all your money. Wow. Don't spend all your money. Learn the game. Exactly. Right. Pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But okay. somebody with a large bag, they can afford to go out there and buy a right. brand new vehicle and it won't hurt them. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Yeah, Versus so somebody trying bag, to start so. up. Right. You trying to get a cargo van? You don't want to get one? You ain't, you ain't in it? You ain't, try, you ain't trying to get down? I got too much going on. I would love to. It's a good play for the future. Yeah. Not now. Okay. So, so tell Joe how he can fit this into his schedule. If, I mean, it seems like, it, just in my head. It seems like a genius thing to it do. It seems like a good idea, man. The fact that you can wrap your truck, put all the stuff that's on it that you want to put on it. Just wrap, just, just put everything. your logo on one of our box trucks. Oh. You got a box truck already. Yeah, we got one that we can wrap. How much you want? We just got to find a wrapper. Got one. The person that wrap. We have an extra box truck, right? Yeah. We got, yeah, you can just... I'm going to charge you. Can put all the, look, I, mean, I got I'm, a semi. He bought me a semi for my birthday. Really? Yes. Hey, so, I see you. Yeah. He bought, bought a semi. How times have changed? Like, what you want for your birthday? I'm like, a semi? He's like, what you going to do with it? I'm like, we're going to make money with it. I heard that. So when she came into your, your apartment the first time, did she sit like on the edge of the couch like, oh, this is nice. You know what I mean? I was there. Kind of, I was, I was you put your bag down like, no, I she, was... she, she made herself comfortable in that home. She won't, she won't trip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it funny? Do y'all ever like sit back and reminisce on those days? Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. So I believe it or not, believe it or not, we talk about it all the time. Some of our best days was in that apartment. Wow. We got a big old home now. But some of our best intimate, fun, laughing was in that subsidized apartment. Wow. One bedroom with, with different color furniture. You got a picture of the You summer? know what's so crazy? If you are if you are vibing with somebody and you're happy, no matter what you have, it won't affect your happiness. And if you grow in the stuff, it's not 
it doesn't make you more happy. It just makes you you. You're just still happy. Right. Right. But there are some people that feel like, so I, we just actually posted this clip today where the young lady said she made her first million dollars. She said, be small. She said it took 30 days to make a million dollars. No, it took 30 years. When she was 30 years old, she made her first million. And she said, after she did that, it took 30 days to make a next, another million. Mm. But she said, but that year, she experienced her worst depression. Mm. And there was somebody, it was a powerful story, it was dope. But somebody in the comments, they was like, I just don't see how you can make a million dollars and be depressed or not be happy. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. yeah I do. You have to actually live it. Right. I do. Imagine going after something that you think is going to make you happy and it doesn't. It'll make you even more depressed because now, what? like if you say, yo, I, I'm, not, I'm not happy because I don't have money. But if I just get money, I'll be happy. And then you get the money and it doesn't make you as happy as you thought it was going to make you. Now all hope is lost. Like, what do I do now? I don't even know what else could well, possibly Well, I think, I, for me, I think, here, here's the, the thing that people... Oh. The trailer. You got the oh, trailer. I need on to show you the trailer so you That's can see. You can wrap nice. it. Oh, it's all white. Yeah, Let's you can go. Wrap it. And that was your birthday gift. Yeah, that was my birthday gift. See, I'm not showing my wife this interview. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is, some, this is my box truck here that I named for my for my children, so you can kind of see it. That's it right there. There's a box truck. That's a box truck, yeah. Wow. That one so you can wrap us up. Oh, we will train you to start your own transportation business. Do people call this number? Shoot, it's ringing sure. down. Wow. What? Yeah. We got people that answer the phones just off that. Just for that, yeah. Really? We got a people oh. on staff to answer the Look, phone. Look, see, they calling now. Oh, that's the... Yeah, that's the number. I'm definitely wrapping the trip. <laughs> man, look, man, listen. Yo, first off, y'all are my coaches, so congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, y'all are my new coach. Uh, because this is a play. You. Getting back to, you want me to answer? Yes, that? please, yes. So getting back to that, here's what I learned. And, and this is what prison taught me. There's no amount of money that's worth your peace of mind. Mm. There's, there's no dollar amount that's worth your peace of mind. So I tell people all the time, if I'm making two million a year and I got peace, I'm good. But if I make five million a year with no peace, I don't want that extra three. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can't distinguish that the more money you make, a lot of things come with it. That's a fact. Family people thinking you owe them something. Family oh, people gosh. thinking if you hire them, they can do what they want to. In your vehicle. In your vehicle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of stuff that come with that. And you have to learn to not sell your piece or amount of money. Yeah. So whoever that young lady is, I, you know, I don't know the, the integral details of what's going on, but she needs to understand that I would rather make one million and have my peace than to make two and have no peace. Right, but you can't even explain that to somebody that have never made the million. Right. Because they right. think that the money is going to it make them happy. And it make, does uh, not. If somebody's listen, listening, the more money, more problems, more headaches. I promise you. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd rather have the more money with the problem <laughs> with headaches because I can fix some problems oh, and headaches sure. real quick. Mm. But it is a level of um, internal turmoil turmoil sometimes. Um, it, it challenges your your peace, your mental. Um, 
just your all over well-being yeah. can be affected by it. You know, so just know you want to be emotionally intelligent, healthy, wise. It's a lot that got to play. You need coaches, sure. mentors, people that's, that's going to be in your head constantly helping you stay focused and supporting you um, to really understand that magnitude of money because it it was a very, it was a major adjustment for us. It cost us our marriage almost. Mm. Yeah, we was. So? Now, why you tell him that? Because he really he's been asking about several questions on marriage. It cost us our marriage. I mean, we had buku money in the bank. I mean, like I've never seen this level of just prosperity. You know, mm. and you know we would be bumping heads. You know, he's trying to tell me one thing. I'm trying to do one thing. We got a team. We got, what, 11 employees. They just run just our coaching program. Mm. It's not the drivers on the road. It's not our fleet manager. It's not my daughter who runs the back office collecting the money from all the brokers and all that. So we would find ourselves clashing, you know. And um, and we, we really just, what, about two months ago, we was like, listen, you take this amount of money, I take this amount of money, oh, and you sure. go your way and I go mine. And I was Dang. like, nah, we ain't leaving this house, though. We'll be on social media. I'll be happy. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yes, you see us, the king and queen of box talking. We gonna keep, we, we can show up on social media like we just united because uh, we got to keep that back. I, I, I think that's, um, and I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. That's so important for people to know, man. That's so important for people to know. Like, it's not, it's not easy. It's not, one, it's just, it's just not easy. Like, especially yeah. being married. And you're running a business together? Oh my gosh. Now, a lot of people, we get we get so many compliments because we like the power couple on social media, mm -hmm. right? And we we are a power couple, but the the attention that she was talking about, we had to learn that this is what I do. I'm the coach, I'm mm -hmm. the face. I I I hire drivers, I train drivers, I do that. Don't come over here. You stay over there. Okay, I'm going to let she, my wife watch this. You know what I'm saying? So she, she, she does all the creative stuff and setting up the coaching calls on Zoom four days a week and uh, uh, doing the advertisement. When I try to come over there, she checked me. That's a fact. Get, get out of it. No, I do this. I do mm. this. So right. we had to learn. That's where the tension was coming from, that I was trying to tell her what to do in her space. When she got a corporate background, mm. I don't even know how to work a computer. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he literally. Like, <laughs> don't you know, right, right, I'm right. like, no, that's an X. Just and then, oh, and, just and then we had to realize uh, it was just like, we need a vacation. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the tension was, we, we still ain't took a vacation. Right. You know, we've been we going to take the vacation, man. We taking, we're taking it. the vacation. I don't no, we didn't When we taking it, though? Where are we going? I want to go. Here's the thing. I think y'all should just set a date. Where should we go? I don't Where know. Somewhere go? far. Where would you go? Don't ask me, because I, I don't want to. I'm not. I don't like. I want to go to. I told her I want to go to Jamaica. I think y'all need to go to Jamaica then, because he want to go. But she, but she, COVID. Uh, I don't want to be on a long flight and all these people. Jamaica one day. We can long. do it. We can do Jamaica. I like Cancun. I, you or know, Cancun. Cancun. I like Just Canada. make sure you get the 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 plane with the pods, the, the first class flight pods. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, get the we pods. Had there. Yeah, we always walk past them. I'm like, I want one of these seats. Oh, yeah, oh so that's go. why you don't want to take a long flight. Get on them pods. You're like, yes, we need another flight, but you'll check the seat. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Bro, that's... We're going to Jamaica. There oh, it is, see? All right, before the year's out. Let's before the year's out, y'all going to Jamaica. Yeah. That's what y'all need. We Absolutely. need a vacation. Just, just get, yo, just being in... Me and my wife, we be on that. Just, just being home. 
in the same environment, the tension doesn't move. We're here. But for some reason, when we can get away from it all and just enjoy each other, it's better. Yeah. It's better. Complete shutdown from business. We already told our staff. When we do go on vacation, y'all. They got to run the whole they operation. We don't want not one not phone call. Them. That's what's up. And by the time y'all get back, I'll be done with the course. <laughs> but I'll be ready for my truck. <laughs> but uh, nah, th- yo, thank y'all so much. This was a really, really good, um, it was a really good conversation, man. Not only just about business. One, I feel like you guys can be trusted as coaches because you are real people. You know what I mean? It's not like these people who, too. yeah, like, you know, like I just don't trust people who always come off um, too perfect. Right. Something's wrong there. Something is wrong. Yeah, you, like you don't want to. You don't want to display nothing you not strong in. Something is wrong there. So, um, thank y'all so much. I got to do a quick commercial, and then I'm gonna have y'all close us out with a word of wisdom and uh, let them know how to find you. Okay. Okay. So this episode is sponsored by the Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com, the only organization that gathers every single day uh, for the betterment of entrepreneurship. Did y'all know? Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every day, Monday through Friday, I'm on a call with 450 to 550 entrepreneurs every morning. I and I'm teaching and coaching. You want to come on? Yeah. Yeah, hey, for sure. Y'all need to pop on. Okay. Monday through what? Monday through Friday. Every and we can day. pop on when we can, right? Yeah, okay. for sure. 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern? Eastern. We actually jump on at 7.45 because we have a book club. And the book club conversation is from 7.45 to about 8.15. So we all read a book. Literally, we got over 500 entrepreneurs reading the same book. And we read like one chapter a day. So we'll read the chapter today. Tomorrow morning at 7.45, we jump on. And we talk about the chapter that we all read. Wow. And everybody gets to share what their really? thoughts were on that particular chapter. That's the most amazing. She, she, she got her own book club. Do you? Yeah. Ladies of Wisdom. All oh, of yeah. them went to uh, high school together in Gary, Indiana. Oh, that's dope. That's dope, man. You get to grow together. Nah, get back. Ask Joe. Ask Joe if he's reading with us. Are you Come reading, on. Joe? Ask him. No, I'm in school, so I'm reading. Oh, school my God. Oh, but you are reading something. I'm reading, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you reading, Joe? What I'm reading? Right now, it's... Uh, Anytime they got to repeat the question. Up. We just go to your website. TheMortyMeetup.com. It don't matter because I've been following you for a year. It's lit. But what's most... <laughs> Everything what's, you got going on. What's most important is... Not that I'm bringing great information, but literally every single morning, at least 450 entrepreneurs are on a Zoom call that you can see live people every day. And the community is phenomenal. And then we got a private Facebook group where we all connect with each other. Yeah. Uh, we kind of do that. We start out with the wins. Uh, people, uh, Andrea got booked by my man Bam to do her book. And they're like, it's like, we got our own economic structure That's right powerful. That is yeah. powerful. Y'all gonna That's put some powerful. people in the game with trucks. I'm telling you. That's powerful. It's a huge pool of people. So wow. uh, go to themorningmeetup.com. Check us out. And if you're not too sure, you can invest a dollar. Okay? You get a dollar for seven days just to see. Because I know somebody's thinking there's absolutely no way every day there's that many people on a call. So you try it for a dollar. If I'm lying, you can just cancel your subscription and, you know, it's over. But if you want to stay, it's only $79 a month. Okay, yeah. We signing up. There it is. So go to themorningmeetup.com. You're going to see the trucking king and queen. Yes. You know what I mean? King and queen of cargo. Um, so, uh, yeah. So thank y'all so much. I really appreciate y'all coming out. We'll have a link for the course, right? Yes. yes. Do we have... Can we do a discount code? I don't even know how much you charge and I don't know how much the discount code is going to be, but can we do a discount for social proof? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Just put in promo code social proof. 
and Promo they'll get whatever. Social. Yeah, okay. they'll get whatever discount y'all decide. You can decide later. Okay. And I just want to make sure that they get preferential treatment. Okay. Okay. So um, there will be a link below um, where you can uh, enroll in the box. And first off, how much was it? Because I remember you was telling me we was in Tampa, and I'm like, really? I said, how much? How much is the course right it's now? Five ninety seven. Five hundred ninety-seven dollars. Five ninety-seven. Most courses yeah. are like two thousand. That's why I was like, I remember you well, told me. I said, yeah, you got to distinguish the course from the coaching, right? Yeah, that's what I'm, okay. no, I'm talking about. Like courses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So my course is two thousand dollars because I help people start a podcast. But the Do fact we need to that, raise it before we make that promo code. Um. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if you do raise it. Just make sure the percentage for the promo codes always. So if it's like ten percent or twenty percent, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Just make sure it follows your raise. Just yeah. the percentage. We won't raise it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's that's am- That is absolutely amazing. You have six month access too. Six months access to, to, to the, the course. Oh wow, that's dope. Six that's months dope. to go in and out as much as you want. I like that. I like that. Okay, cool. So social proof uh, promo code. I got y'all. Okay. Um. So I guess kind of let people know how to follow you on social media. Oh, last question. Last question. I almost forgot. And side note, make sure y'all hit the subscribe button. If you're watching this or listening to this, hit the subscribe button right now. What I like to make predictions on the podcast. What do you guys see from whether business, personal, whatever, that you guys are going to accomplish in the next five years? Because I want to watch this five years from today and say, yo, Sheldon said that five years ago. And look, they did it. You want me to take that one? Mm-hmm. So it is I want our... both of y'all to take it. Okay. So you go first then. All right. So because this, what we're doing is bigger than just trucking and mm. it's bigger than just making money. For sure. It's true ministry for us. Uh, it's about transforming lives. And our culture always say you can give people information, but they want transformation. And I see the both of us transforming at least 5,000 lives in mm. the next five years. Mm. That's just a personal goal that, you know, God has put into my spirit. And I think that uh, we have the potential to to do it. So 5,000 entrepreneurs in five I like years. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And, and my part is uh, we want to produce at least uh, two millionaires a year mm. that's come through our program. So, like I said, we produced the first one, Hassan, out of Chicago. And then we produced the second one, D3J, uh, Darius, and Diana, uh, right at, right here out of Atlanta. So, my goal is to produce at least two millionaires, two to three millionaires per year. Good. It's coming out my course. I love it. And how many vacations per year? Two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See? One See? every quarter. One a quarter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Quarter. She said, hey, two a month, two a year ain't enough. One a quarter. I like that. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, let everybody know how to find y'all, man. And um, y'all can both close us out with a word of wisdom. You can find us at www.boxtruckcoach.com. That's boxtruckcoach.com. That's our website. Instagram page is Sheldon underscore boxtruckcoach. If you want to see all the feature stories they did on us, you can just go to YouTube and, and type in, go to search on YouTube and type in Sheldon, the box truck coach. You're going to see the feature story that they did on uh, the Word Network. Uh, they did on us. The show is called God Made Millionaires with uh, uh, T.C. Bradley and other feature stories we um, we did. Okay. Word of wisdom? Oh, uh, word of wisdom. Uh, word of wisdom. Uh, Keep your vision and your dreams alive. 
You can't share your dream and your vision with everybody because they'll talk you out of it. Mm -hmm. People will talk you out of your vision and your dream, not because they hate on you. They just don't have the mindset to be an entrepreneur. It takes a certain type of mindset to be an entrepreneur. And when you hang around people that bring negative energy, they will kill your dream and talk you out of your dream. That's why you have to protect your surroundings. So, and believe it or not, and I hate to say this, the people that will destroy your dreams is sometimes your brother, your sister, your mother, and your father. Because they've been working on that job for 10, 15 years. They're comfortable with their benefits and they just can't visualize and being an entrepreneur. Yeah. So protect your dream and protect your vision. There it is. Tammy. Yeah, I just want to talk to somebody who's struggling with fear um, because that is the greatest uh, challenge when you're trying to make a decision to be an entrepreneur, to go back to school, to change jobs, whatever it may be. And I just want to share with you that the Bible says that I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, thoughts to prosper you and to never cause you any harm. So just think about it. God already got these thoughts and plans for you. So I just say, don't allow fear to hinder you because he's already waiting on you to do what you need to do. And you know what it is already. Um, and um, launch the business. Pursue your dreams. Step out there. One of the greatest reasons why I'm, what I'm learning, one of the greatest reasons as to why people are so fearful these days is all this social media hysteria. It's got people to the point where they're afraid to, they're afraid to fail in the public eye. They're afraid to launch their business because I could be real successful. Everybody will see me. What if I lose this? What if I fall? It don't matter. Launch the business. Failure is not final. And when you fail or you fall, fall forward. Um, I've fallen so many times. Never thought I would be here. Not even on this platform. This is nothing but God. But I had to conquer those fears, get around some good, strong mentors, invest in yourself, mm -hmm. put some money into yourself, um, and then soar. But I rebuke fear right now. The spirit of fear, I rebuke it out your mind, out your spirit, your energy. And I just pray that you just step out there and soar. There it is. Listen, man, you cannot close it out no better than that, man. Make sure you follow this power couple on all their social media platforms. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share this, okay? We need you to subscribe to this channel, Social Proof Podcast, on the podcasting app and YouTube, okay? So do yourself a favor. Go get you some social proof, okay? Meaning go build something. Go build something big. In spite of your story, in spite of your circumstances, go build something. But then go back to your community and teach them how you did it. All right, we are out of here. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of of resources and contacts. You need to be in an environment of success. So head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your $1 seven-day trial. That's right, just $1 for seven days of access to The Morning Meetup. Take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today. Themorningmeetup.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.